Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Let me uh, crunch the numbers for you. If you had 125 bucks in your pocket, and I know it's very hard this day and age to have 125 bucks in your pocket. For 125 bucks, you could pick up a couple bottles of wine, a 24-pack of beer, and a 26-ounce bottle of whiskey. Of that $125 you spent uh, for a good couple of days of beverages, you're paying $76 in tax. $76. How bad has it gotten in this country? Well, between 2017 and 2019, federal beer taxes went up $34 million for large brewers here in this country, uh, while they've gone down $31 million south of the border. Of course, Canadians, of course, are quite depressed when they go across the border and they see the price of alcohol, especially when you visit a Costco. Here's, um, uh, 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 I guess, a clip that we have from a Canadian couple visiting a Costco in Arizona. Listen to this. We're at Arizona Costco. Look at these liquor prices. 66 of vodka, 12 99 Come on, come over here. We are getting rinsed in Canada. Look at this. Look at this here. 66 of spice rum, 13 99 how are these people not looking up 24-7? <laughs> We're getting rinsed in Canada. Well, it's, he's right. He's absolutely right. And a part of the problem is the federal excise tax. It was brought in during the 2017 uh, budget by the federal liberals. And what it does, it automax, automatically uh, uh, has a tax hike escalator built in. That's his government talk. Basically means that every year the taxes on alcohol go up. They call it excise tax. They don't call it alcohol tax, excise tax, but it goes up automatically April 1st based on the inflation rate. Now, when inflation's at 1% or 2%, not a problem, right? But when it's at 6, uh, six 7, 8%, well, guess what? On April 1st, alcohol costs will go up by 6.3%. That's a 40-year high. Of, inflation's at a 40-year high, so your alcohol prices go up by 6.3%. Now, remember, this wasn't introduced in the legislature. It was the law passed in 2017. There's no debate, no scrutiny. It just automatically goes up, and nobody tries to talk about it, especially if you're an elected official. Now, when the tax was first introduced in 2017, not a big deal, of course. Inflation rates were low. But since 2017, every year it's gone up a little bit, a little bit, little bit by little bit. Well, guess what? Since 2017, alcohol prices have gone up 18% in this province. That's the bad news, and it may go up even higher, obviously with the 6.3% increase that they are planning April 1st. Now, on top of that, we have some good news too for you, uh, that this is the 10-year anniversary here in British Columbia where we introduced happy hour. Yes, can you believe that? <laughs> we didn't have happy hour uh, 10 years ago prior to, prior to that. So we are celebrating happy hour. And that was brought in, of course, during the Christy Clark uh, administration. She joins us now to talk about the 10-year anniversary for happy hour, but also the pending 6% federal alcohol tax. Christy, thank you for joining us today. Always nice to be back with you, Jazz. Uh, you know, I was uh, quite surprised until somebody, uh, somebody uh, made me aware of this just yesterday, but this is the 10-year anniversary. This is 10 years ago this year. 
that uh, we implemented uh, the happy hour. And just can you walk me through some of the thinking behind that? Because when I first read this uh, yesterday, I was kind of going, it can't be just 10 years. Give me a break. But it, it is. It's been 10 years. Like, what, what was going on in cabinet or caucus? Can you talk to me broadly about what was the conversation when you, when, when you all came in to implement that? Well, so there was, um, we, were, we were thinking about um, how, you know, business agenda, right? How do we create jobs? How do we support small businesses? So many people in the, in the hospitality industry are small businesses. And <laughs> so that was kind of core to our agenda. And then this conversation started about, I don't know if you remember this. It was bars that were kind of, that had were sort of sports bars. You know, they'd have lots and lots of TVs on the walls. And there was a dispute about, like, the size of a TV and where it was located and were there too many TVs. And the liquor people were coming in and they were measuring the TVs. And I sort of, I like, I heard about that and thought, wow, that's overkill. And, you know, and so... I said, like, let's go look at these liquor regulations. And when we looked at them, we found out you're not allowed. We're only province in the country that weren't allowed. To, we weren't allowed to have happy hour. We were, we, you couldn't, if you were a business, you owned a couple of restaurants, you couldn't move liquor between restaurants. You couldn't buy any wine in a, in a grocery store. You go through this long, long list of stuff. And then, of course, there were all these. Remember, you weren't, if you sat down in a restaurant or at, a, at a bar, and they would come up to you and they would say, are you intending to order food? And you always had to say yes, or they couldn't serve you liquor. Oh, so, we, you know, I mean, it was just ridiculous. And we, we wanted to be small business friendly, and we said, okay, we're taking this on. <laughs> uh, it, it, uh, I'm just listening to you tell this story. I, I still cannot believe this has only been 10 years, uh, the, the way you describe it at, at this point. Was there still opposition at that point when you, when you decided, look, we're moving ahead with some of these recommendations? Well, there was, because, I mean, there's a legitimate concern that people have, like Mothers Against Drunk Driving and some of the other groups that are really active in trying to keep us safe. Um, we're concerned that, you know, more access to alcohol is never a good thing. Um, you know, allowing um, pubs and bars to serve, you know, liquor without food, you know. I think there's, there, you know, so some of that was quite, came from a very legitimate place. Um, and so we brought in a whole host of, you know, safety regulations with it as well to try and support that. But I mean, really, Jazz, like, remember, we are the province where in W.A.T. Bennett's time, there were separate entrances for men and women. And you can still see that at a couple of the old hotels around where there's the ladies and escorts entrance. And then there's the gentleman's entrance because he was a teetotaler and British Columbia by the time, you know, time I came along in 2011 was, still kind of hanging on to all of these old regulations from basically almost the prohibition era. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it is it is truly amazing. Now, when you look at uh, alcohol today, one uh, doesn't have to be an expert. You could just make a trip down to the Bellingham Costco and look at the price of, of alcohol there and what they're offering and what you have to pay here. And, of course, um, as uh, our listeners know, there's a 6% tax hike uh, going in um, as of April 1st. Um, why does government tax uh, alcohol the way it does? I know this is a federal tax, not a provincial tax, um, but but it seems to be still a place where they feel uh, there's lots of money to be made, but there is a limit somewhere, isn't there? I think there has to be. I mean, you know, the, I mean, the, the reason that it's taxed is 
obvious, I think, you know, we want to, we want to make sure that we are um, managing, I guess, access to alcohol, but also more, much more importantly, recognize that alcohol has tons of terrible effects from drunk driving accidents to, you know, people ending up in hospital because of, of alcohol related illness, abuse, uh, you know, domestic issues. So there's all kinds of reasons um, that government should be taxing alcohol. And it's, you know, like say it's a billion dollars a year, that money goes into things like our healthcare system principally, which, and you know, it's, it's important that we, that we make that link. But honestly, it, you know, when you, when we live so close to the border, it's so easy for people to get alcohol somewhere else. But I think maybe more obviously alcohol is something that a lot of us like to actually just enjoy just a bottle of wine, go to your, you know, your, your local store, grab some chicken for dinner and maybe a glass of what, you know, a bottle of Chardonnay. I mean, I don't think government should be trying to tax us out of the alcohol business or out of using alcohol. We're adults. We use it responsibly. It's a product that people have a right to enjoy. And I just think, you know, all of this kind of nanny state government kind of trying to make something more expensive than it should be because they don't want us to do it. Let people make their own decisions about these things. I mean, there's a there's a sane level of taxation, but I don't think we're there anymore. Mm-hmm. Well, especially with this excise tax that was brought in in 2017 by the, the federal liberals, and and it goes up with the cost uh, with the with the inflation rate. And as we know, inflation's where it's at today. And so this time it's 6.3 percent. That is significant. And and since this excise tax has been brought in, 18 percent. We're paying our our alcohol is eighteen percent more expensive, and uh, I just find it to be incredibly excessive, in regards to you know as you say people like a glass of wine or a drink at the at the end of the day or on a weekend, and we shouldn't be hitting them so hard. And like I said, one trip to a Costco in Bellingham or anywhere in the U.S. and you realized uh, how much we are uh, paying on the provincial side. Now that you're uh, you know out of government and and enjoying private life, is there a time you think that we can see? Um, alcohol available in not just grocery stores, which I know you were part of implementing and bringing in, but a much more wider array of retail outlets, or do you think we're still a generation away from that? Oh, I, I, you know, I, I think that's not coming any time <laughs> soon. I do, I, you know, I mean, it is, it's great. You go to Costco here, you know, part of it um, down in the States, but you know, part of that question too is, what are we trying to, like, we have to find that balance, I think, between public convenience and making sure that the small business people who are, you know, selling alcohol are able to keep their businesses going. So, I mean, there's always a risk when these huge, wealthy companies get into selling liquor in huge amounts. It really does um, have an impact on small restaurants and, and small liquor establishments like pubs. So, uh, there's, you know, there are other things to consider there, but jazz. Honestly, this federal, okay, first of all, what is the federal government doing taxing liquor and taking the money when provinces should be doing that job because provinces are the ones that pay for 80% of health care. And if alcohol has an impact on people's health, which we know it does, and the feds are taking that money to Ottawa and spending it on, I don't know what, probably growing government, there's no public benefit to that, or there's minimal public benefit. And as you say, in the middle of a 
serious, um, you know, cost of living shock that people are going through right now. This is just the wrong time to be doing that. Mm. Everything is getting more expensive. And, you know, to take away somebody's six pack of beer because they can't afford it anymore um, is just not the right thing for government to do. At this point in time. No, it's not. No, it's not. Well, I'm just happy that we have happy hour, and uh, and I'm very happy that you were able to join <laughs> us today uh, as well, uh, and I hope Private Life is treating you well. Well, you know, I might, um, I, it's maybe a little early uh, in the day for me still, but I'm definitely going to open a Corona a little bit later, <laughs> now that I'm thinking about it. There you go. Christy, thanks for your time. <laughs> nice to talk with <laughs> nice you, Jeff. To, nice to Take talk care. to you. <laughs>